Hey, hey, y'all. You are listening to Definitely Not For Everyone with your girl, Nicolette. Diana has a concussion. She won't be with us today, but we are here today with Megan Farrar. Ferrer. Ferrer. My apologies. Yes. Um, you are, well, I found you on TikTok. You are on my on my list of people that I needed to check out. Wow. I know, right? Um, you are a wife, a mom. You're also an executive pastor. Is that yes. correct? Okay. And you are the co-owner of Afros. Yes. Right? Yes. And on TikTok, it's called The Afros. Yes. Right. So, all social media at um, platforms, it's The Afros. Okay. And then our website is afrosart.com. So. I love it. I love it. Um, so I can only speak for myself. Okay. But TikTok, you know, like it made life a little bit easier. The pandemic hit, everything was going on. Shit was real traumatic. Um, am I allowed to curse? Because you're, you're an example. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I had just begun watching TikTok and I really felt like it just kind of made things feel good. You know, I felt happier about it and yes my daughter is here and she's like that's because of me ma and it's true she's the one who encouraged me to go on tiktok and watch tiktok you were one of the people that were on my for you page Mm -hmm. and um it was probably because like i love art and all of that stuff and i was getting into it myself um so yeah so i wanted to bring you on to really say thank you um for making my life brighter and happier and getting my creative juices flowing as well. Um, so thank you. <laughs> because I can definitely attest to how TikTok has been almost like a breath of fresh air during the pandemic. I mean, so much so you have to like limit yourself because you will find yourself on there and you're only supposed to be scrolling for a couple minutes and you know two challenges a couple dances later a couple like mom hacks life hacks <laughs> that you're trying to do at home and you look up it's 5 p.m <laughs> laundry vacuum not in their floor <laughs> so yes i kids are going crazy around the house yes he's raising themselves kids raising themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though <laughs> um Uh, So usually how I like to begin um, our conversations before we get into like some of the questions that I have for you, um, usually I like to kind of give the audience an idea of like who we are. Some people Mm -hmm. don't feel comfortable necessarily like defining themselves, which is totally cool. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you'd like to just share like maybe how your day went today, like how are you feeling today? Okay. Or you, you want me to go first? You want to go first? You go first and I'm going to follow your lead. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of defining and a little bit of feeling. Um, and people know me, well, at least my listeners know me. I'm half Japanese, half Black. I grew up in New York, Brooklyn. Um, I got two babies. I don't talk to my father because he's an asshole. I love my mama. She lives with us. Um <laughs> My daughter is here. She shouldn't have heard that part. You need to go to your room. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> how I'm feeling today was a good day. I'm also a massage therapist. I love what I do. Um, and I was able to work on a client today and she was feeling all relaxed, which makes me so happy. Um, and I'm most of all feeling really blessed and thankful that you said yes to come on to the show. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, that is awesome. So I am Megan Ferrer. I am Puerto Rican and Black. And I am a wife and a mother of three. I have an 11-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. Um, though the two younger ones are boys, um, I'm outnumbered by men. My husband, <laughs> um, my husband and I, we are pastors. And I started um, getting into art about two years ago. And today has been pretty busy. I have uh, about six pieces that need to be done for an exhibit at the end of this month. So, um, yeah. That's so exciting. I did notice that. I saw that on Instagram, right? For Black History Month, right? So You're going to be. It because the pandemic, we kind of wanted to ensure that people could come, but it still be safe. And so we're going to do it uh, the first Friday in March. Oh, nice. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> um, well, congratulations on that. Um, so I wanted to head into the questions. And mm -hmm. what I ask everybody really, um, mm -hmm. and the thing that interests me most is like, what's your background? How did you grow up? Mm -hmm. What were your parents like? Did you have siblings? Was high school horrible like it was for me? Okay. You know, like. <laughs> okay. I got you, I'm, I'm down, I'm down for the cause. <laughs> so tell me, okay. how, how, how was your growing up years? So growing up, was pretty wet, pretty good. I, I don't have any complaints um, for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, my mother and my stepfather, they married when I was nine. And so he, I, even though I knew my dad and had a relationship with my father, um, my stepdad was more of like the fatherly, um, where I got a, all of my wisdom from. I believe that a lot of my creativity and my ability to work with my hands came from him. Um, so um, growing up was great. When I went to college, um, my mom and my stepdad divorced. Aww. And that kind of like rocked my world. Most of the time you think that divorces affect younger children. But for me, I was the oldest of four. Um, and it hit me the hardest. I mean, I was away at college. I felt like when I came home, I didn't have a home because it was like my parents were split. You know, it was messy. It, it wasn't like, a I mean, it was a typical messy divorce. Like nobody was talking, it was bad. Mm -hmm. So I joined the military. Um, that was my way of getting out. And then when I joined the military, I was like, I'm getting married cause I'm not coming back to this. Okay. I was like, I got to find me somebody. We're going to get married. I <laughs> good streets, you know. I love God. I'm gonna find me a man that love God. And if I don't, if he's not all that cute, it's okay because we gonna love God together, okay? And <laughs> well, that turned out to be an epic fail. You know, he loved God and then turned out to be the worst. So, um, at 22, I moved back home to Delaware, and I was still in the military. Um, raised my daughter. Um, she's 11. Um, I met my husband in 2015. He slid in my DMs on Facebook, <laughs> just asked a question about a women's ministry that I had. And um, that was on March 3rd of 2015. We were married in November of the same year. So wow. we just knew. Yeah. So that kind of brings you up to where I am now and what kind of defines me. I think the divorce really made me appreciate family 
um, even the more and want my children to grow up in a home where they don't have to really go through that. And yeah, no, it totally, yes, it totally makes sense. Um, and um, like, what's life like right now for you? So life is busy. I must say it's busy. So like I said, my husband and I, we started a church a a little bit of a year ago um, and it's going great. We've been doing great things in Claymont, Delaware. How do you I, start a church? Like, and then yeah. how do you say, before you even start a church, how do you say, I'm gonna start a church? <laughs> so actually when I was, in, I went to college for ministry. So I always oh. knew that I my idea in college was I was going to travel and preach. I wasn't going to, I didn't want to be a pastor because it was so hands-on. And then as I got older and I matured, I started to like people <laughs> and love to see them go on this journey. So, um, yeah, so we've always been in ministry, both my husband and I, and it was just more so the, the, the call out to just really just launch out and really do it. And so we did a year ago. And wow. Congratulations. Notes you and so how has that been going so far and it's been hard during the pandemic right a bit of a challenge because of the pandemic a lot of the things that we wanted to do we've had to become creative on how we actually accomplish them so like you know around easter so you know figure the pandemic hit around um march but uh, we had this big Easter egg hunt plan for the whole community. And we even had it set up. So we had like a special needs Easter egg hunt and then a regular Easter egg hunt. And so then we had to do a socially distanced Easter egg hunt where we actually went to the people's houses and hid the eggs in their yard Aww. for the kids to be a part. So it's just, it's been difficult as far as coming together, but it's also been creative and great for us to be able to get out into the streets and into the community for people who may never come to church. And that's cool. You may never come to church, but if I bring Jesus to you and you find him, that's my job is done. I don't, you don't have to come to my church. I don't care about that. I just, you know, want you to go to heaven. That's it. <laughs> so you're like a new finagle kind of pastor because most pastors want you to come into the church and, you know, sit down and gives the donations and all of that stuff. So the thing is, Jesus didn't have a church. Like, you think about it. Like, when he got, went around, he just had people and outside. And that's so, like, you know, that's that's our our focus. Like, you know what? I'm, I don't care if you come here. I just want you to come to Christ and to know all of the great things that he has. And if, hey, you like me, you like my husband, and you think we got something going on, come on and join us. But if not, our job is done. See, I love that because... Um, I went to Catholic school for a really, really long time, like from first grade to eighth grade. I did not enjoy it at mm -hmm. all. It turned me off very much to um, religion. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, hearing stories from friends too. Like when you say that story, then, you know, other people start talking like, yeah, you know, I had a, I went to a Methodist church and I did da, 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 And it was the same feeling of not feeling like uh, it was a community necessarily, but we were there to um, give money or um, that everything was really, um, you know, you say one thing, but you really mean another thing. And people are doing all this stuff on the side, but they're not really following the word, you know? Um, right. So I've become more of a spiritual person. Like I believe in God. Um, and I really like 
what you're saying about like, it's not about, you know, that means a lot to me basically. And it only from my own personal history that you are able to be like, yo, you don't have to come to my church, but I'm gonna bring it to you. Like I, I can really respect and appreciate that. I'm glad. And the reason being is because it's, like I said, it's gonna be people who will never come to church, but they'll remember how you treated them. They'll remember, you know, it's crazy because people, the homeless people in our community know me and my husband. They're like, oh, that's Pastor Terrence, you know, like, hey, you know, I know them. <laughs> they talk to me. And it's because we're not we're not there to judge you. I, listen, that's not my place. I don't have a heaven or a hell to send anyone to. I'm trying to make it in myself. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, I love so, that. I might just I might ju join your church. That sounds good. <laughs> Check us out. <laughs> um, so um, how did, like, you? I, I know you said two years ago you began doing your mm -hmm. art. That sounds like it's about the same time you started the church too, or is that like a year apart? You're later. Okay. So, well, it was like in the planning process. We hadn't launched yet. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you some backdrop. So, um, Growing up, you always, I've always prayed for like, you know, God, give me like creative ideas and witty inventions. Like I want to be able to do something different. Right. But it was always like a prayer that I've heard people pray, but I never experienced that. Right. So, um, two years ago, my husband had bought me a, um, cricket machine and I had got it just to be able to do t-shirts. Cause it was a like a side hustle, you know, um, when my, I had Deuce, who was my four-year-old, I got out of the military. So I was like, you know, this to help me bring a little extra change in the house. Um, so, you know, I didn't have to carry, my husband didn't have to carry the weight. Well, the machine sat in a box for a couple months, honestly. And one of my friends had moved into a house and she said, hey, I want some decor for my daughter's bedroom. And I'm like, girl, don't be spending no money. Let me make this stuff for you. I got all this, I can make all of it. So I made her like a little shadow box that had a, a Mickey Mouse made out of, of paper flowers. So that night I went to bed and I literally dreamt of an Afro made of roses, like the same kind of paper flowers. So the next morning I woke up and totally forgot about the dream, went on about my day. And I was just sitting on the couch and my sister, who, my baby sister, who she lives with us, she's 20. So she was sitting across and I was like, I had a dream last night. And she was like, yeah, what was it? And I told her, I was like, I had a dream about an Afro made out of roses. And she was like, like the roses you did yesterday? And I was like, yeah, she's like, that would be dope. Let's do it. So we literally hopped off of the couch, went to um, Michael's, got a couple like papers that we needed, some cardstock papers and made it. And I about it took about 14 hours. So it was probably after midnight when we finally got done and I was getting ready to post it on social media. And my grandma was like, I, cause I also take care of my grandmother. Like I said, I'm busy. She's 81, pray my strength. And uh, she's like, uh, baby, don't put that on the internet. I'm buying that. So. <laughs> We ended up buying the first piece before we could ever put it anywhere. So wow. we made another one and that one sold just as fast. So that's how Afros was birthed. And then um, we, again, year, like we were in the process of starting the church at that time. So when we first launched the church, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this my all as far as planning the church and launching it. So let me put Afros in the back burner for a little bit. So during that time, um, my sister and I, we kind of came together and she was like, you know what? Like I have other things going on. I really can't 
give afros my heart and attention right now so i'm just going to give you the baby back and you know you can run with it so it's just been me for a while but i'm just trying to get my feet wet in this art industry and see how it comes i've been blessed i mean i gave a piece to wendy williams yes i know i was gonna say that yes like i literally called the show and i was like hey i just wanted to give wendy a gift can i come they was like yeah we'll give you tickets to a show and so I that's so cool and she ended up putting us on her YouTube um after show so it was cool that was dope um I just gifted a piece to Tabitha Brown one of the vegan vegan influencers so you know just trying to get trying to get it out there yes you have to gift um Will Smith the fresh present so you need I to have Will Smith I've been trying to add mention Will Smith so Will <laughs> if you're listening out there <laughs> for you sir because <laughs> it's dope I really love that one Thank you. that one is so dope so I remember we were talking earlier today and um you were talking about your art skills yeah so that's why I said you know how like I said it was a prayer about a creative idea and a woody venture because listen I suck at anything <laughs> art like when it comes to like drawing I don't even have good handwriting okay and so, I mean, you might get a mean stick figure. I mean, a mean one, you know, with the little triangle as a skirt at the bottom. <laughs> That's as far as you're going to get out of me. And my sister laugh about it all the time. Like, we can't draw for nothing. Not a, I, the last time I picked up a paintbrush was probably fifth grade art. I didn't even. <laughs> but so it's got to be God, because I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. <laughs> And then what led you to go on to TikTok? Like, so I know you share your life and stuff and things that are going on on Instagram, but mm -hmm. like, what, what was, what was the transition with like going on to TikTok and like sharing, you know, what you're doing and the kids and like, what, what made you be like, hmm. So TikTok, my daughter was like, you should go on TikTok because they like seeing uh, things being made and orders being packaged. So I was like, okay. I do it. And honestly, um, one picture that we had did for a little girl, uh, I, I like my TikTok is, is my family is small there. It's only like 300. I'm very new on there. And I was doing a picture for a little girl that had cancer. And I had just did a, like a video of doing a time lapse. And I posted it and I got off. Went, cooked dinner, did, went on about my day. So my daughter runs down the stairs. She's like, mom, you got 4,000 views. And I'm like, what i had like i literally had like 98 followers at the time wow and when i woke up the next morning it was like at five i think it was like five thousand and i just was like wow so i just been you know, of course ever since then tiktok ain't been showing me no love but I, that is the same thing I keep hearing. Everybody's like, yeah, I get like 10,000 views one time. And then the next day it's had two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I posted That's a video crazy. today and I was like, all right, because I seen somebody's video and they said, post and get off. Don't keep scrolling because mm -hmm. they they're not going to uh, put it on the For You page because they want you to have to come back or something like that. So, yeah, two views, two. Damn. It's hard I, out here. I, I think we're not, I don't think we're young enough. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe I'm not dancing. Maybe I got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get them babies to dance with you too that'll really get them oh, i don't know mm. 
<laughs> um, so what this is my last question? I think I might have another one, but this is my last one so far. Um, so like what's what's next to come for you just in general? Not not only um afros, but just like overall. So let's see. Um I have a lot of different things that I want to do. Um, I'm a very busy person. Like I said, I tr- like, I've, I've done everything. Like I've had a podcast. You I've, have? Yeah, I wrote a book. See, but see, here's the thing. See, I like this because I can see your face. Yeah. I don't really into my podcast because I, I don't have the attention span to listen to somebody. I can't see their lips moving. <laughs> <laughs> my ADD kicking. I'm all over the page. Like I'm, not a, I'm over this. <laughs> so the fact that I can see you, it's it's fun for me, but it wasn't fun just listening to people. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. So going forward, I want to write a couple more books. Um, what was your what was the, your last book about? So my last book, I had her little black book of prayer. So you think about it, you got a little black book, you got all your phone numbers to call when you know you're having a bad day, you're having a rough day, you got you got so-and-so for this, you got a creep joint, a side joint, your little black book got all your little secrets in it. Well, yes. I did a flip on that. And it's just your, your little black book of prayer. So it's a topical prayer book about being married, being divorced, being a single mom, being um, it anger management, procrastination, all the things that women we would deal with um, just has like, you know, prayers. And then afterwards it has like scriptures in the Bible where you can kind of reference kind of say over yourself to feel that's better. so cool I like that so people can get that on Amazon yeah it's on Amazon her little black book of prayers so definitely there I love that oh that's so cool so what are the next couple of books you're thinking about I don't know my husband keeps <laughs> me to write one for uh wives I don't know. I just feel like when you start talking about marriage, the devil start testing your marriage. And we doing we doing good. I love him. You know, we five, five, six years in, you know, he's still I still get butterflies when I see him and I don't know. You know? Yes. <laughs> no, that's true. That's very true. I definitely do agree with you on that one. And especially yeah. when you start talking about how good your relationship is too. That's when yeah, yeah. yeah things you start happening. Kids, you know, my little one. So I just I don't know. I really want to focus on making sure that they're good. The church is good. I got, like I said, I got my grandmother. Yes. I think, can you tell me about your grandma? My grandmother is, she's 81. Mm-hmm. And um, growing up, I spent a lot of time with her. And so she um, got sick about two years ago. And she's like, I was just like, you know what? It's too much for me to be driving with these little babies to come check on you to get out the car, to come up to your apartment. You're just going to move in. So she's been with us um, for two years. And um, yeah, so it's we're a household of seven, girl. Wow. We're tired of looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> how, has it, how has it been, though? I'm sure those babies love having a so, grandma. Yeah, so they knock on her door for treats. Um, she was giving them marshmallows all the time. So I had to buy her her. <laughs> crackers because you're not going to be giving my kids marshmallows at nine o'clock in the morning it just don't work out like that so they go to my mom's to get snacks and they knock on her door and um yeah so it's been a blessing definitely yeah yeah no I feel that way my mom does the same thing giving them ices at 8 30 in the morning lady that's for us yeah come on why you used to beat my ass with a stick yes and yes. you're giving people ices? Yeah. 
my mom my mom wonders why my kids don't my kids get don't get juice they get water and a, a splash of juice okay just a splash yes my kids don't even get that fuck a splash they just I, get water food coloring okay food coloring i've done it it works they're four and two they don't know the difference <laughs> that is a great idea <laughs> i have a question for you i know you yes i have a question for no you. tell yeah Japanese and black. I want to yeah. know what, like, what do you eat? What's your favorite kind of food? Oh my gosh, Caribbean food. Wait a minute. Okay. So my father is Guyanese. Okay. He's, he's a Caribbean black man. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, some um, carigo and rice, some roti. Okay. Bus up shots, like. That's my favorite food. That's the food that I crave, that my tongue craves. So what huh? What does your mom cook? Curry. Wait, ain't your mom Japanese? Yes, she is. <laughs> Wait. So yes. You Japanese cuisine in there? Um, sometimes, like, we'll have these things called, they're like rice balls with, like, you know, salmon inside in the middle. It's called onigiri. And okay. we'll have that. But like sushi and like that kind of stuff. We'll have miso soup. Okay. Okay. That's like that's, Oh, okay. That's about as far as we go. I know. Is it it's weird, right? I can't help it. Cause my mom, right? So my dad met my mom in Japan. Okay. My mom, she planned on moving to no, he wasn't. People ask me that all the time. He actually was able to get an engineering scholarship to yeah. Japan or whatever that's called, like the overseas thing. Okay. Yeah. So he was there for a year. Like the last few months, he said he saw this um, thick, nice booty walking by. Because, <laughs> you know, there's not many of those in Japan. Right, right. Um, and so he said he had to stop it. He's such a jerk. He had to stop it. Wow. And so they had a little fling fling thing because he had somebody at home. Oh man. And my parents are like, my mom is, my mom's a cougar girl. She's, she's like 11 years older than my father. Oh. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have a little thing thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he leaves, but she had already planned on moving to Brazil. Okay. Because Brazil has a big Asian Japanese specifically community. Wow. So, she's, so the following year, she sells all her stuff. She got everything together. She sends all her stuff to Brazil. And then she's like, hey, let me see. Let me go visit Clement in Guyana since I'm on my way to Brazil anyway. See, it be the see. They be trapping. They be trapping. They be trapping. Right? <laughs> she ain't never go to Brazil, girl, but for a visit. <laughs> Mail her stuff. <laughs> Did she have to mail her stuff back? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so my mom lived in Guyana for a, a pretty long time. I was born there. Wow. And yeah, and then we came over to the States um like when I was about five years old. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's like you've been everywhere. You've been everywhere. <laughs> yeah, my mom was cool, yo. Um, but Look at me, you got me talking. See, you're meant to be a podcaster. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> um, all right, Megan, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I appreciate you so much. If you could again tell the audience like how they can find you in all categories, ministry, okay. book, everything. Gotcha. So for the art business on Instagram and on Facebook and TikTok, it's at the Afros. Our website is www.afrosart.com. For the ministry aspect, um, it's the Spring Church of Delaware. We're on Facebook. Um, our, in, our website is www.springchurch.info. Um, we're virtual and in person. So it, no matter where you are in the world, you can always watch us. So intent. Yes. So come on and have some fun. We, um, we're all about in and out in about 90 minutes. Get you, we're here, we're, we come with a mission. Get you home. We don't believe in spending all day and chicken dinners afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And your book? So my book, Her Little Black Book of Prayers is on Amazon, um, Barnes and Nobles, things of that nature. So yeah. All right, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, my love. I appreciate you so much. Um, to my audience, thank you so much for listening. I love y'all to death. You know how I do. And we are out. Bye, guys.